You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of the hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is it is no degrees outside. Um, and I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey everybody, it's Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. My AKA is if this is what division is given, let's go back to multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> you hey everybody. Are ridiculous. <laughs> Am I? I thought I was doing good. Um, before we get before we get going too good, I want to give a very, 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 very big shout out to John of the John Effect Podcast and his beautiful co-host Jackie. I recorded with them yesterday. We had an amazing time. The episode will be coming out at the end of um, August. Uh, I have extended an invitation for them to come join us here on Ratchet Ramblings when Potomac makes its way back. They are avid Potomac watchers and they tend to bump heads on um, who is who amongst the cast who's the mean girls who's the this who's the that so i think it'll be a fun time so shout out to y'all yeah. i also want to say so. yeah john family i just want to say what do you get when you put a she by herself with an ain't no i nest <laughs> you get two companies not producing no products and not selling shit it is it is rumored that Sheree Whitfield of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Martel Holt of Love and Marriage DC, um, they were spotted out and about holding hands, looking real cozy. Um, two broke motherfuckers who ain't got two nickels to rub together seems very, very much like a plot for a storyline, uh, using each other to build up a storyline. Sheree is 52. Martel is 42. They have nothing in common. Sheree has adult children. Martel has all these little Martels running around, uh, both with his ex-wife Melody and with his mistress Arion. And who knows who else he could have some outside break babies with. We don't know. I don't want to see it. I don't care about it. Don't try to put it on our TV screens. Leave us alone. If they are in fact dating, let those mother those two broke motherfuckers date quietly. I will watch them on my TV when they both have functioning websites and uh, viable products that people could buy. So when She by Sheree actually launched and when Ines Wine actually launched, that's when I'm willing to watch them on my TV screen trying to convince everybody they dating. Until then, I don't want to see it. Get those fucking companies up and running. And change the name on that goddamn wine because if you look too fast, Ines look like incest. Very much Game Ter- of Thrones vibes. I understood what what you were trying to do, but the execution is not executioning. It's not good. The wine is not being distributed all over the world like you were trying to convince people it was. You can't find it anywhere, but on your website where it's not for sale. Um, Wait, no it's, not on, it's not for sale on the website? No, you can't buy it on his website. It's just a bottle of the wine saying that you could buy it anywhere because it's being distributed worldwide, but it's not. 
There's not a single liquor store where you can find a bottle of Ines, uh sweet red wine. Well, maybe him and Sheree got more in common than they think, because that damn show how Sheree shit is on her website. Mm-hmm. Took a page out Sheree book. She bought more um, Yeah, she bought... Did we talk about Jen? We, we talked about Jen pleading guilty, right? Yes, we talked about it later. Okay. It just bears repeating that, bitch, you're a liar. <laughs> you're going to jail you're going, to, going jail. to jail just wanted to get that on up out the way we're gonna hop right into our shows we're gonna kick it off with married to medicine we're giving you a two episode grace period it's time to bump it up y'all have been around for too long we don't need filler episodes i do not care about heavenly opening no beauty supply store i do not give a damn about miles dating andrea um i want quad to um tell that sassy little nephew of hers because he is sassy and feisty than a motherfucking got something to say about everything quit complaining about kids talking on the school bus and make some friends little nigga make some friends instead of alienating yourself and trying to separate yourself make some friends with the kids on the fucking school bus he gonna fuck around and grow up to be like the incel niggas on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Listen. Heavenly and Contessa, y'all. Yeah, he is sassy. He got some, he got, he muy picante with the fucking complaining. <sighs> Heavenly and Contessa. Y'all are two passive-aggressive bitches who are trying to out-passive-aggressive each other, as my good friend said in our pregame, and it's not going to work. Contessa, you have an issue with Heavenly and her using things that you've told her privately or just speaking on your marriage in a negative manner, period, on social media for likes, views, and clicks. Um, but you're refusing to tell her that, and that is very fucking weird to me because one thing that you're going to always know about me is where you had me fucked up at when you got me fucked up. You're never going to have to wonder why we're not speaking, why we're on the outs, why I've distanced myself. You will never have to wonder because I will tell you exactly where you had me fucked up at. And that has been your problem repeatedly contessa even with your own husband you don't you don't stand up for yourself and to me that shit is weak well that is that that's the exact never mind i just Mm. i just think it's for somebody who has all this mouth all these brains all these smarts and everything to say that when it's time for you to step stand up for yourself when it's time to hold somebody to the fire for how they're treating you you never can go sit on that lady couch and figure out why you have such a problem being present for yourself. It's, I'm going to be honest. It's not, a, it's not a soul close to me that would feel comfortable doing the shit that Heavenly is doing to you. Because pe- people know how I'm coming with that type of disrespect. And yes, Dr. Scott is a dickhead. A total one. An absolute one. However... You shouldn't be exposed to the opinions of the publics of the public outside of what we already know by your friend. People can speculate, people can, you know, whisper and rumors can pop up or whatever the case may be. But I imagine it is very hurtful to have someone you consider a dear friend 
to be using the ups and downs of your marriage as fodder for social media. But speak up about it. And heavenly, the audacity of you, because the way that you react regarding anything, Dr. Damon, but you don't seem to have a certain level of respect for your friends and their spouses. I don't like that. I don't like that. I think you that's pretty shitty on your part. And if it was being done to you in return, you'd be ready to fight about me. You'd be ready to fight if somebody was doing to you what you're doing to Contessa. Didn't what, like a couple of seasons ago, she was, I forgot who she was getting. She almost got into like a physical altercation because um, one of the women said something about Damon. Yeah. I can't I remember so. who. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, Wasn't it Mariah? May have been. Because Mariah had brought up them rumors about Damon may have doing something on the side and Heavenly was ready to fight. Mhm. Oh, not only that, it was somebody. Um, shit, I forget who it was. Somebody called Damon Daddy. I think it was jokingly. Heaven was ready to fight. I forget who it was though. But I remember somebody specifically. She she getting mad because somebody called him that, like as a joke. And she was like, "Bitch, don't you call my man Dad? I beat your ass." I remember that. I just don't remember who exactly said it. Mhm. It wouldn't. I. She always getting into it with somebody. So while I don't fully remember, I also am don't uh, put it past her to have gone there and done that. One of our, I some, just one think, of our listeners remember. Y'all at, at me or at the show and remind me who it was because I know I ain't crazy. I just, I just think that there are certain boundaries you do not cross as friends, especially if you respect and love your friends and opening them up to ridicule and judgment from the world, a world full of strangers who feel comfortable saying mean and very nasty things about people unprovoked um, for no reason other than it, you want to make it content that you benefit from. I think that's very shitty. I don't think there's any reason to do that. If you can't have, if you can't have social media engagement without doing that kind of shit, you really don't need to be trying to use social media in that capacity. Yeah, it also raised the question because you know we talk about this, you know, with uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, and honestly, all the other shows where it's like they, you know, some some of if not all of the cast, they're not really friends for real and don't really kick it, you know, outside of filming. It, it brings into question like how much of that is true for marriage to medicine. Well, we know that Dr. Jackie and Dr. Simone are real life friends and have been for a very yeah. long time. Um, we knew that like before Mariah stepped back, who she's probably still getting executive producer credits, Mariah and um, Quad were extremely good friends prior to the show. Um mm-hmm. I don't, and Heavenly and Contessa seem to have built a relationship. Both ladies have said that prior to this shit that Heavenly is doing, that they talk daily on the phone or text or saw each other, spend time together. So it just, I just feel like you can't, you can't think what you're doing is okay. You can't, there's no way. You cannot think that. She, she just doing it. Uh, for either storyline or for content or for both, which which you know both are trash and shit is just wild that you like she doing this to somebody that you know 
you seemingly have actual an actual friendship because I was wondering that you know with the whole you know sometimes some of the girls ain't really friends for real for real but thank you for you know shedding light on that so that makes it even shittier that you're doing it heavenly absolutely and you brought up which is saying something considering you yeah yeah which you brought up real housewives of atlanta and that's what we gonna head on stay in atlanta yeah stay in the atlanta metro area um it's it's enough episodes in where i feel like give us give us more give us give us more but before i want to say this if you agree with what how Marlo is behaving in regards to her nephews, please unfollow me and block me on any social media platform where you may follow me. Because well, who in what the fuck she in is, the right mind would agree with that? Sheree talking about she could understand needing a break. That's the thing. When you step your toe into the parenting pond, there are really no breaks. There are hardly any breaks. You made a conscious choice and decision to take your nephews in and as soon as the going got a little tough and they got a little unruly like teenagers tend to do not only did you put them out but you said mean things to them and her sister i'm glad her sister held her accountable but not enough for me because in what world do you ship your nephews to your sister who lives in a two-bedroom apartment and has four kids in that goddamn apartment. And I'm your sister said it like you do not have any business saying mean things to your nephews. Even if you are tired, telling them I'm tired of y'all. Y'all can get the fuck out. I'm sick of y'all. Y'all don't have to be here. I do too much for y'all. Them kids didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask for the shitty mama. They didn't ask for y'all was a all of y'all seem minus the one sister we just saw you. You seem like a pre- you're a pretty shitty person, Marlo. Uh, and yep, it sucks it that those kids, been. yeah, it sucks that those kids are had to be brought into your dysfunction. But that was really like you are too old to not have an understanding of how to talk to people in a respectful way. You My have girl, grown you... talk about your mouth. Is, you got your mouth from your mom. That's the one thing you hate. You don't hate it because if you hated it, you would change it. I can't stand up. I hate that I do this and do that. When people really want to change, when people really want to grow, when people want to be better, they do it. They don't talk about doing it. They do it. You're a mean, nasty, unkind person. And I honestly, again, I dislike you more and more with every episode because you put me in a position where I have to agree with Kenya in every episode where y'all interact. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad Kenya checked your ass I'm glad I'm glad that Kenya told you to your face that she is giving you opportunity after opportunity to be a better friend to her and every time you revert back to your old ways being vile mean and nasty to her she says she don't have no more chances for you and she absolutely should not Kenya a better bitch than me because Marlo wouldn't have gotten a second opportunity to disrespect me the way she has, let alone three or four. And the fact that you in a position where you have to say that, because again, it's Kenya we talk about. Like Marlo that bad where it's like, Kenya, you have to say Kenya is better than me <laughs> in that situation. Yeah, because me, it wouldn't be no friendship between me and Marlo. 
And I know Kenya only came on that trip for for record for filming purposes. And you could tell. You could tell her body. You could tell she don't in her body language. She don't want to be there. She don't even want to stay in the same house with the girls. And I don't blame because why are you hoes so scared of Marlo? Last episode. Okay. 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 I'm glad we're here. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Kenya wasn't bothering nobody last episode, and this fucking six foot gargantuan sugar baby, racist white dick loving. They call me Bob wig wearing ass bitch went out of her way to be fucking mean to Kenya when everybody was on the up and up Kenya said I am the moment well why Mark don't want you why your baby daddy don't want you why your husband don't want you why is that even some shit to say to somebody I said this before but the bell's repeating um I do not understand, and maybe maybe it's you know for the cameras. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I do not understand this like need y'all have to coddle Marlo, or you scared to like tell her about herself because I've said this multiple times. Marlo is a poor man's Nene leaks, and honestly, that's an insult to Nene. She don't have the range, she don't have the look, she don't have the zingers that she, she thinks she does. It's easy to drag her. She can't fight. Like, why y'all acting so timid of Marlo? If you don't cuss that goddamn King Kong looking bitch out. Well, <laughs> like, Marlo can fight. She do got some assault charges under her belt and shit like that. But I just, I feel like it's not going <laughs> to ever come to that on this show. We saw how motherfuckers reacted when Ken, uh, when uh, Portia tried to drag Kenya. Like y'all, they the fights don't get really big and glamorous on this show, and y'all y'all act like hell is gonna freeze over when black women may have a physical altercation, even though the white women on these housewife shows are always fucking fighting and getting mm-hmm. physical. However, make Marlo stand up in her shit. She's fucking mean to Kenya, and she's a bully. She tries to bully Kenya, like she feels like Kenya is low hanging fruit. And that she can zing her whenever she feels like it. But she, she don't be has having zingers. She don't be having zingers. It be low-hanging fruit. Bringing up Mark is low-hanging fruit to me, in my opinion. And when women be like, well, why your man don't want you? Why you can't keep a man? That ain't nothing to talk about. Niggas have fucked so. a McChicken before. Don't don't tell me about <laughs> keeping no motherfucking man. Let, let me tell you something. This I'm... Uh, in the words of one of my friends, shout out to Vaughn. I'm going to say something controversial yet, Bray. And y'all can cancel me for this. It's fine. But if you have allowed old white dick to enter you, you do not get to tell another woman about why they can or cannot keep a man. You shut the fuck up, Marlo. That's what the fuck you do. Period. Period. You've been a sugar baby to these uh to these white cucks for a very long time and you think you're gonna come over here and have some 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 rude and nasty shit to say to other black women a, a man ain't shit to be kept especially a white one men stay where they want to be so asking her why you can't keep a man that ain't her problem We ain't seen you with no, we ain't seen you in a healthy relationship, even in your own fucking family, bitch. So you really should be quiet. Talking about, I look up to you, queen. I should be following your lead. Shut up. 
Bitch, shut up. You a great mother. You a terrible aunt. Shit, go on somewhere. Just a terrible, shit. just a terrible everything. There's nothing um, good about you, Marlo. Nothing good. And while we here with Kenya, stop entering into business ventures that you are really not passionate about because it ends up showing. Like we can look at Candy and these restaurants that she opened up for everybody but her damn self and how they're always being shut down and rated poorly by the health department and so on and so forth. Stop investing in shit you're not passionate about. How you 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 made a big to-do about this hair care line and you can't even keep it supplied in Sally's. Cause you were ordering the products overseas from China and shit, which also, why are you trying? Why are you trying to sell black hair care products that are coming from China? Why aren't you doing the work as a small business owner? If people want to buy black hair care products from China, it's enough of that shit that already exists. Which tells me you likely don't know very much about your products and what you're selling. Go get into something you're passionate about. You are a phenomenal mom. Brooklyn is a beautiful, well-mannered, well-spoken sweet little girl go start you a a, a mommy blog do mm-hmm. something like that what but girl start, look, start start the uh the, the anti the antithesis of uh of what's the girl name monique <laughs> don't start yeah. a blog but don't 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 make it not for lazy moms <laughs> be, be the opposite of that absolutely which um, i'm glad so you brought that up uh because Part of me feels like that's, and I think you hit it on the head. Part of me feels like that's one of those things where, like, it's it's a business venture for a storyline, but like you said, it's not one that she's really passionate about. So it shows that it's contrived for a storyline. That's how I feel about it. For for a while, and maybe still ongoing, but having a, a hair care line for Black women was a big to do for for a while. And everybody wants to have a a black hair care line and all these big retailers where oftentimes prior to them, it was hard to find good, good hair care products for women of color, but specifically black women. So I get it. But if you're not passionate about it, don't do it. And we know for a fact that King is you not you spend money to get your hair done and have it taken care of. You probably don't know what products your stylist be using in your hair to keep it long and luxurious when he braid it down to put it under that wig and shit like that. But this is not it's not given. And even in your conversation with Candy, you didn't seem very passionate about this hair care line. Only that you more than likely wanted to keep it for the profit aspects of it, but I don't think you're invested in that hair care line because there's no way you would have allowed that company to get that far behind on orders and shipments and things of that nature um, and not handling it far before now. So, man, you know, we we understand, but mm-mm. Um, Sonya is inviting everybody to Jamaica. I am really sick of Sanya and Drew. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's not giving anything. It's just, it's, it's very petty, childish back and forth. Like you constantly talk and Drew, you, 
you have a part in it too because you're constantly talking about how you don't have a problem with Sonya, but every time she's not around, you saying some slick shit and you talking shit. That's the very idea of not fucking with somebody or having a problem with them. I don't talk shit about people I don't have a problem with. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you and that's just that. You don't fuck with her. She don't fuck with you. Just leave it at that. It's not that deep. It ain't. Right. Marlo and I mean Marlo trying to force Kenya to stay in the house so you can't come to the festivities if you don't stay in the house with us. Uh I'm I'm with Kenya. Girl, I can go home. I don't give a fuck about none of this. I can go. Yeah. Oh, you nothing. And everybody talking about we want you to stay in the house with us. Why? So y'all could sit there quietly while Marlo disrespect me over and over again. No thanks. No goddamn thanks. Mm-mm. Uh, next week's episode looks like it'll be interesting. It looks like we'll start getting into the Jamaica trip. We'll get into the rest of this cabin trip, this mountain trip. But give us a little more, Bravo. Yeah, pick it up. Pick it up, Bravo. Pick it up. Because the first half of the season, I have been enjoying. But yeah, now, I feel like I feel like Kenya versus Milo is going... Yeah, it's going stale. Get to the She by Sheree shit where we see Sheree arguing with Tyrone. Take us there. Get to the good shit. Get to the love after lockup. <laughs> um speaking of love though love and marriage dc reunion part one aired and all things considered i thought they had a really successful season in that the drama didn't seem contrived it didn't seem made up it didn't seem fabricated um the couples were very transparent about their relationships good bad or indifferent and then there was winter. So and then, first and there first, was winter. <laughs> um this show has done no favors for Monique, and I hate that for her. Um, and then she tries to give us the whole tepstress speech. Well, if, if as soon as a, if a woman not crying or if she if she really saying how she feel, y'all calling her aggressive or mean or this, that, and the third. No, you were mean. You were very unkind to your husband at every turn. You want him to acknowledge your feelings. You want him to be open to changing and compromising on things that are important to you. But every time we heard Chris say something you did bothered him, you was looking at him like a deer in headlights, like you didn't understand what the fuck he was saying to you. That's what people are talking about. Nobody is upset that you're requiring more of your husband. In general, you women should require more of their partners. They absolutely should. And your partner should step up and support you and pick up the slack when you're trying something new. Absolutely. But the way you talk to Chris, the way you invalidate his feelings and, and talk over him and always accuse him of some stuff and not wanting to change and not being emotionally available, even though we see it on our TV screens, that's the problem we have with you. You don't seem very warm towards your husband. 
There's no warmth there. It's like you just there so you don't get fined. Mm-hmm. You don't seem like a woman in love with her husband. You seem like a woman just going through the motions. It's just the emotions taking me over. My bad. I'm sorry. It was it was right there. It was right there. Um my favorite couple is DJ Quick Trip and Ashley. And the reason they're my favorite couple is because DJ Quick does not invalidate Ashley's experiences and feelings as they pertain to their marriage. And I've highly expected him to be that type of a person. Like when she says, I wouldn't get married that young, I would live a little bit more before I start having kids, before he and I got married. And I fully expected him to be very defensive to, about hearing his wife say that. But he was honest and he said, yeah, we we got together, we got married young. And while I was building my career, it was Ashley who, who hung back doing a brunt of the work, the rearing of the kids, the keeping of the household. And he, he acknowledged that it's unfair that for so long, when things came up that were important to Ashley, she couldn't do them because he was always working. Like he, he might be, he seems like he wants to be a better partner for Ashley going forward is what it seems like to me. It seems like he wants her to carve out her own niche and find things that she's passionate about and that she loves to do and not just sit around and be DJ Quicksilver's wife. Yeah. I feel like this, for for the most part, I, feel, I agree with your assessment. I feel like this, this show, this first open the season did a lot for everybody except for Monique and Winter. Oh man. Um, I wanna I I think it it didn't do a lot for Jamie Tyler. And let me say, Jamie and Raina are the oldest couple on that show, and they have been married the longest. As a matter of fact, if we being honest, Jeremy, they've been married only four years less than your age. That is hysterical. Like you are 30, they've been married 26 years. So they are, I will say they're a good looking couple because they've got some age on them. But I think Raina is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. However, you can tell Jamie is an old school ass nigga and how he was speaking to her. Um, and when they brought up the fact, like, are you controlling? Are you this? Has he ever abused you? And when they asked him, he like, I just am who I am. That's that old nigga, no new tricks type of conversation. And yeah, even when they were saying, like, why did you control the finances? And he like, when I met her, she was in debt. I, I paid her debt off and I, I made her who she is today. Like. Commit that, to unlearning that type of shit. Commit to yeah, unlearning referring to your partner like that or whatever the case may be. 
because we're talking about does, yeah go ahead, go ahead friend because honestly that has like controlling and low-key abusive vibes all over it absolutely and not only that you didn't make her into anything we're talking about a woman that has bored three of your children has been with you when you know as you've built your career up and you didn't do her no favors Anything you ever did for your wife, she deserved it. She deserved it. Because you couldn't have had the fruitful career that you have without your wife being there to pick up the slack where you where you are not present. And also, um, Getting mad because she was DMing some niggas or whatever the case may be or talking to. If you was not coming home at all or coming home at five, six in the morning, it was fair play. Turnabout <laughs> was fair play there. You was acting single. She got to act single. Well, it ain't that funny. It's the consequences of my own actions. Because when you've had opportunities in that time span, let me tell you, when you had opportunities to come home, to pour into your wife, pour into your marriage, pour into your kids, you opted to stay out until the wee hours of the morning. I don't give a fuck with nobody talking about ain't too many big business deals going down at five, six o'clock in the morning in a club when everybody pissy drunk and been doing cocaine or whatever the fuck else you big party hopping motherfuckers like to do when you're famous. The only thing, the only thing up at that hour is legs. Yeah, only thing up is only thing open is legs. Only thing out is dick. Yeah. So yeah, her talking to talking having explicit conversations. If it made you mad, good for you. I, I see you tightened up. Right. Your wife beautiful. It's other niggas that would want Raina. Especially because y'all empty nesters. She ain't right. got no little babies. Another nigga come in and scoop quick. Right. One that's not one one that one that got a little bit of a little bit of sense, at least more sense than you and a little bit more emotional intelligence. Um, I wanna I wanna finally get to the elephant in the room when we finally have Miss Winter come out on the stage. Baby, you are a whole fucking liar and a scammer. And that's probably how you and Kevin met and got together because scams of a feather fly together. Because on that show, you told us you were a relationship expert. Now you a minister. Now you this. Now you that. You can't even keep your lies straight. And what makes what makes it even more vile and disgusting is you said even during filming, you were you were a minister. So it just makes the shit that you were saying about their their spouses and their relationships all the more ugly coming from a woman of the cloth. Because you were in your mean girl bag too, saying not so kind things about their husbands talking about what you heard and receipts that you have, that cannot be godly. 
Something ain't adding up. Something in the milk ain't clean. Two plus two not equal in four. Because you definitely, if you a minister and you heavy into your ministry, you definitely giving me Kim Burrell vibes. Ooh. Spirit ugly as fuck. Just saying. Just saying. You in the church, but you say you you not acting very godly. That's what I had to say about winter. What about you, friend? I feel like she of even considering Monique, she was the biggest weirdo of the show. And it was like she was the biggest weirdo that had the least to bring, in my opinion, because the shit that she brought was like petty. Like it was like the petty mean girl shit with Monique. And it's like. Monique is already doing that and this and and being sneaky and shady and it's already insufferable enough and you just adding to it be with Monique being that way because of you it's just I, I felt like she was trying too hard to maintain relevance on this the debut season it to me which is why I was about I was about to ask you would you would would if it gets renewed for a second season which I which I hope it does. Uh, would you like to see her back? I would. I would. You need a, in these type of shows, you need a villain. And Monique is Fair too enough. coward to be a true villain. Fair enough. Like, Winter was telling big-ass lies and acted like she ain't know what the fuck everybody was talking about. You need that kind of, you need that kind of personality on this type of show to stir shit up. But what I want to say is, don't you mention having an NBA not near another time when you don't know the definition of playing two against the middle. Raina was never playing either side against the middle. She asked, was you and Ashley on better terms? She asked, was you and Monique on better terms after how everything went down? That is not the definition of playing two sides against the middle. See that, and that's what I'm saying. Like my issue with Wilson, because you know, to your point, you're right. People, I mean, these shows do need a villain, but she wasn't a very good one, in my opinion. Because the NBA got to stand for minus brain activity. Because you are not smart. Minus brain, Chota. <laughs> you Chota. are not smart. You can't even keep your lies straight. You had all this yeah. smoke for Ashley. And whole time, she ain't do shit to you. I hope, like, in season two, I, I want them to actually give one to a storyline. Give her a, a storyline and give, and give Kevin more of a storyline. As, as Since they're still navigating this divorce, uh, they both, I feel like they both didn't want that divorce discussed because they're both scammers. And I feel like that's yeah, how they yes. clicked up. Yes. Yes, I feel like that's how yes. they came together because in what world does somebody with common sense, somebody who's logical, in what world is somebody like that going to marry somebody after year of after a year, not knowing where they live, never having been to their place, never having met their parents, never having done this, never having done that, unless y'all was on the same type of scammer ass shit. Mm-hmm. 
And I also feel like maybe they didn't dive into it also for legal reasons, because you're not finna convince me they ain't, they ain't caught up in no legal shit either. Or have been caught up in no legal shit. Same. With they scamming asses. Now, DJ, quick. I understand not appreciating the way that Winter not only carried on on the show while y'all were filming, but how she carried on um, on social media as the episodes were airing and the things that she was saying about Ashley and calling her a gutter Barbie and all that kind of shit. Um, but the way you reacted was giving a little bit of hit dog hollering. Mm. Now, I absolutely agree that you should be able to cuss Winter's boyfriend or friend or whoever the fuck this nigga is claiming he know you and know you how you've been cheating on your wife and all of that and calling him a bitch. All of that is very much justified. But you should have saved that energy for him on a in a face to face situation. That, like, I I agree Winter has been boundary-stepping with you and your wife all season long. Um, but that reaction was a, was a bit much. While I enjoyed it, <laughs> sometimes a motherfucker need to get scared because I'm going to tell you, there are people like Winter who start shit, keep shit going, disrespect, and then take shots, be nasty and when a when the person they've been doing that to bucks up at their ass then they want to act like they they a damsel in distress they had to hold quick back they had to do they while he was talking to me like that if you don't want nobody talking to you like that if you don't want to risk nobody treating you like that maybe leave people to fuck alone yeah but to your point Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, friend. But now, to your point, like, she deserved that smoke, however, it was a bit much, but I'm not going to lie to you. It was a, it was a it bit was a much, bit and, much. And I say it was a bit much, not because, of, not because of how it happened, but the thing is, in situations like that, we live in an era, we, we are in the world of stay out of women's business or stay out of men's business or whatever the case may be. You going off the rails like that, you were absolutely going to be painted as the aggressor in that situation just because she's a woman. And yeah. I think Winter is hella manipulative and hella messy. I mean, you and she see kept just... poking a bear to get that reaction. She, she literally, she either wanted that reaction from you or Ashley. She would have settled for one or the other or both. So yeah. she kept jugging. Yeah, depending on the gender, she would have played it slightly differently, but she wanted a provoked, enhanced reaction from either one of you two. It's just that Absolutely. she got it from you and not her. Absolutely. And so I just feel like going forward, I wouldn't give somebody like that that type of reaction. Winter, you know, maybe her name is Winter because in there it's it sounds like it's whistling Dixie in a wind cave during the wintertime. <laughs> There's nothing going on up there. There are two marbles up in that girl head, rolling around, clinking and clanking. And you can tell. Because she don't have her shit together. 
So when somebody don't have their shit together, I wouldn't even just, I wouldn't even give her the benefit of the doubt. I wouldn't give her the satisfaction of giving her the, the reaction that you gave her. Mm, yeah. Or at least to that level. To that level. Yeah. I would have checked her. I would have said, listen, I don't care who you know, who you've been speaking to. I uh, Mind your business when it comes to my wife and my marriage and my relationship. Because my thing with you, Winter, is if you got the if you are capable of collecting all these receipts and you got all this tea on them, where the fuck was your antennas with that scamming ass fraud ass husband of yours? Hello, Cam Newton. Hello, let's get to the root. Which again lets us further know that you was in on them damn scams. Absolutely, and you hurried up and tried to remove yourself from them. That's why this divorce is working so quick because you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be held um, accountable for any of the shit that was going on. Mm. He's going to be the one left red handed, but baby, you not slick. And I hope you come back. I do hope, I do hope when it comes back, but in the preview, she's talking about if I known it was going to be all this drama, I wouldn't have said no. I wouldn't have come on the show. You are the drama. You are the chaos. You are the calamity. You are the lies. Pastor relationship expert winner. A pastor girl. Talking about right. I'm a minister. Okay. You a menace. You a minimist. You a menace. You, you a menace. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's it. That's all I got. That's all we got. You got any more, friend? Uh no. Um I think that's about it. The only thing is, uh, the only thing I would add to that is, um, I think overall, now granted it did have a slow start because they were just focusing so much on Monique, which was terrible. Um, but once they did that, um, this it was and is a good first outing, in my opinion. I know we got a part two. I, I, I absolutely agree, friend. I th- and I'm going to tell you why. After seeing... Love and Marriage Huntsville this season versus seeing Love and Marriage DC this season. First things first, I feel like the the husbands of Huntsville are regressing in a way that is very sad to see. They are not interested in making their relationships better. They are not interested in being better for their partners. They are not interested in doing the work to have healthier relationships where you unlearn a lot of that Neanderthal bullshit they do not care. Yeah. I feel like the drama was contrived and made up with Destiny and Mel and Destiny and uh, Stormy. Um, I feel like the whole wine thing is like, I, I feel like it was a lot of shit that was being contrived. And, and so it didn't, it wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't that enjoyable. Um, like, the mess not, didn't not like make sense. Pe- previous seasons. Yeah, the mess doesn't make sense. And when the mess doesn't make sense on these shows, you could bet your bottom dollar that the cast is working overtime to to give us BS storylines to hide the real shit going on in their lives. And I want Carlos King to put his foot down on this show because you're going to see the ratings start to start to dwindle if we're not getting the same transparency we've gotten in previous seasons. Yeah. Martel and Tisha are lying, trying to convince everybody their marriage is okay. 
Kimmy and Maurice saying, yeah, Marceau, Kimmy and Maurice are doing the same thing. Um, you know, uh, Lewis and Tiffany trying to make us believe they're happily in love. Mel trying to make us believe she's fully healed and moved on. Destiny, I don't know why Destiny is there. It, it, it do not matter. Like, it just, <laughs> you know, we didn't, we didn't get an actual real glimpse into what they've been going through. Mind you, we're talking about entrepreneurs who are coming out on the other side of a pandemic. Mm. It's been rough on everybody. Y'all are not going to make me believe like everything is a-okay. Yeah. It's given the facade of black excellence when it's black miscellence at home. Yeah, for sure. Um, whereas DC, like I said, the couples were transparent, even if it, even if to their detriment, yeah. you know, they were transparent. I, to your point, they I feel open. like, to your point, I feel like most, now obviously not all, because we literally just talked about it in a couple of instances, but generally speaking, it feels like the husbands on DC are trying to like be better people and better partners for their wives with a couple yeah. of exceptions. Yeah, with the exception of Jamie, and maybe he's trying behind closed doors, but he's got too much pride to say he needs to change. But that's an issue in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like you said, friend, I enjoyed this first season. I hope they get a second season. Um, I feel like they could add one more spicy couple to the mix. I would I would like to see that. Uh, bring winner back bring kevin back to get let kevin tell his side of things because if kevin was to tell the truth winter would probably melt into a puddle mm-hmm. like her face will just shadow before we go don't be don't be a seas don't be up here okay. trying to compare yourself to the rest to the rest of martin luther king and rosa parks and shit like that because nigga what you did was you you damn you beat a dog to within an inch of its fucking life for no reason you needed to be arrested and you need to go to jail for animal cruelty you, need you are to not a good person jail. you are a terrible person nigga don't you ever compare yourself to no goddamn don't you ever Fucking compare yourself to Malcolm X and Asada Sakura. Boy, you need your ass whoopsies. Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> the motherfucking uh, mitigated gall and audacity to be a fucking weirdo to that capacity when you did Boy, some shit. Y'all... And still haven't acknowledged it. Still haven't made no apology. Still haven't dropped a statement. Nothing. Terrible but, ass nigga. But if it make a means compare yourself to, yourself to revolutionaries. Boy, if you don't get Niggas do a few back to school supply drives and lose their fucking mind. <laughs> Nigga bought some pencils and crayons for the kids and now he acting like he is motherfucking Marcus Garvey. Boy, <laughs> boy, listen, boy, you don't sit <laughs> your bald head, side tooth missing, chat lips having, no TV show having ass down somewhere being fucking weird. You boy, would the- think you would be fucking quiet while all this shit is going on. Right, because if anything, this is just bringing further attention and circling back around the wagon about your abuse of your daughter. So, hello. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Anyway, that's it for us. We'll be back next week. Um, listen, 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 listen. Y'all gonna be happy. Y'all gonna be happy. Let me tell you why. Because 
The Bell Collective is coming back next week. This hey. week coming. The Bell Collective starts Friday. Life, uh, love. Is it life after lockup or love after lockup? One of the after lockups. Life. No, after love, lockup love, love. They just did life, so it's love coming back. Yeah, love after lockup is coming back, and we didn't see motherfucking Deontay. I seen a preview. Me and Mike watched a preview. It's gonna get messy. Wait, Deontay uh, back. Deontay back, and he dating uh Lindsay. Remember, she was trying to move her girlfriend's trailer in the Scott backyard. In Mississippi, <laughs> Deontay and Lindsay are a couple. Sean is back, and uh, Sean is back, and the girl that was using him for money that ran off to California, they show her pregnant, but he's still with the redhead girl he moved to Ohio to be with, and she was pregnant with twins. Wait, you ain't talking about this in the issue, yes. He back with Destiny back. No, he's not back with Destiny. He with the girl from Ohio, but Destiny is on this season and she is very pregnant. Remember, Destiny had got married. Yeah, she did. But was still calling Sean and asking him for monies. Lord have mercy, Jesus. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So yeah, reloaded about reloaded about to be a, a treat. Reload about to be a treat. Ramblin's about to be a treat because we're bringing a Bell Collective back. And I've seen the preview for Bell Collective and Messy. Chef's Kiss, Messy. Messy. Good. I'm looking first, forward to it. I ain't gonna lie, that first season was good, but in some areas it could have been a bit better. It looked like it's about to get a lot better. Um, yeah. and Mike asked me why we stopped covering Ready to Love because the cast is ugly. <laughs> and I don't need. <laughs> We don't need to watch a dating show with people who look how we look. That is defeating the purpose. We know what's in the dating. We know what the dating pool looks like for regular ass people. If I watch a dating show, I want to see bad motherfuckers. I want to see successful, beautiful, handsome, well-to-do black motherfuckers finding love amongst each other. I don't need to see a motherfucker I could pull trying to get with a motherfucker Mike could pull. I mean, not only that, not only that, we don't have time to see motherfuckers on a dating show that don't know it's a dating show. Dating, yeah, and we, yeah, I don't have time to see people acting territorial on a dating show. It's weird. That I may check the purpose it out of a, dare, of a dating show. Yeah, I may check it out if it's giving. We may, you may catch it um, over on the Patreon, but probably not. So don't let me get your hopes up for real. With that being said, we're out. We'll be back next week. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for y'all support. Oh, if your girl, I don't know if I told you, your girl is moving. Your girl got the job that she really wanted. And me and Mike and the kids and my mama, we are moving to North Carolina. East Coast, baby. East Coast, we back. Um. I don't have no GoFundMe for moving expenses because I, I feel like people need far more than to help me move. But if you want to go buy a shirt, go to flawlessnoisesmedia.com and go to our uh, our merch store and you can order a Ratchet Ramblings t-shirt. You can order a Humble Thumbs t-shirt. You can order a Throw Drinks, Throw Hands, Not Drinks t-shirt. Um, you can order Gay Side Stories t-shirt. You can order a Manga X Manga t-shirt, Love Drought, and whatever else. We got merch. 
that'll go to keeping the network up and running in the event that while the smooth is going, we can't bring you as much content as we normally do. But, you know, it would support the network. So if you want, go grab yourself a t-shirt. We greatly appreciate it. And we out, niggas. Peace.